This is the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, indeed. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Warren Sapp was already on the program, and it was a delightful chat with number 99. Um, he was at the game last night watching his Buccaneers come back on the Saints. Um, not, actually. He left early, and he was honest about it. We gave him grief for it. And uh, thankfully, he's not that ang- angry at us. Um, <laughs> at any rate, it was a great conversation with him. Uh, C.D. Lamb of the Cowboys about to come up. Trent Dilfer now coaching at UAB. Um, and the uh, delightful actress and, um, and uh, a friend, uh, to be quite honest, uh, Andrea Savage will be here in studio hour number three. But we kick off hour number two with a man whose team is currently top-seeded in the American Football Conference in his sixth year as head coach of the Buffalo Bills, joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Good to chat with Sean McDermott. How are you, Coach? I'm great, Rich. How are you guys? I am great. Let's just start off by hitting the way-back machine. What was it like being, let me get your, your title correct, assistant to the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles in 2001? Sean McDermott. What was that like back then? Yeah, that was an experience. Uh, I did a lot of things that probably most people didn't, you know, wouldn't have wanted to do. Um, I think my my college teammates would kind of give me a hard time saying that you know, I was responsible for all the toilets uh, working properly at the old Vet Stadium there in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh, that is a, that is want to talk about dirty work. That that would be dirty work. But how did you get how did you get on the radar screen of Andy Reid and the Eagles back in that day you when you're starting out? Yeah, I uh, I started uh, in uh, on the marketing side with the Eagles and uh, and then worked myself over to the football operations side and then uh, I got around Coach Reid and he brought me into the uh, into the coaching side with him there. And then and then you obviously worked your way up. What? What about that experience, that entire experience, do you bring into your, your experience in Buffalo uh, maybe every day or, or just maybe something that you, you don't even realize, but you do, Coach? You know, you know what was unique about it, Rich, was even though there were some jobs that, you know, very, very small jobs, there were some jobs where I had a front row seat um, with Coach Reed alongside Coach Reed to do some things that uh, – you know, a lot of people don't get a chance to do, whether it was learn about the salary cap and the, and the collective bargaining, bargaining agreement, um, run training camp. Um, so the whole operation of the business, I got to see from the ground up, and it gives me a lot of appreciation for those, currently in our building here in Buffalo, that, that, uh, that occupy those seats. And, and what a seat you occupy right now, uh, Coach McDermott, uh, top seat in the AFC. And then coaching uh, a team quarterbacked by um, Josh Allen, who um, from all um, you know angles appears to be the dream come true that he is when he's playing. So my question for you is, when you see what he looks like now and has become now, how did this get nurtured? What was your plan for him that you now see the seeds that got planted then blossoming now saying, okay, we did, we did that properly? Yeah, I mean, when you draft a quarterback uh, early in the draft, you know, you, you obviously you're drafting a quarterback to eventually become the face of the franchise, if not day one, somewhere down the road. And and we were we were with Josh, and uh, you know, I had a front row seat as I mentioned earlier with Coach Reed in Philadelphia and watching us draft Donovan McNabb, and then again in Carolina uh, with Coach Rivera and watching us draft and develop uh, Cam Newton. And so I learned a lot from those situations, and we've handled it similarly here with Josh in terms of his development on the field, off the field. It's a total plan 
uh, not just what takes place on the field, but what takes place off the field is just as important. Well, what would you, can you give me a for example, something he's doing now that part of your plan back then uh, has allowed him to blossom? Something specific on that? Well, I just think me, when you're talking about, I mean, just the way you handle things uh, specifically off the field with the media, for example, and making sure that he's groomed the right way with media and, and uh, we keep the main thing the main thing as he he develops and learns the league and um, and and so because if you if you don't do your job, you know the the uh, fame of the job will, will go by fast. And then if you if you groom yourself the right way and go about it the right way and handle your business the right way, um, that fame will 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 come after you're having great success on the field, which is what Josh has done. I've got Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's jump a little bit more into the here and now. Um, what was the meeting with Odell Beckham Jr. like over the weekend, Coach? I, you know, I found it enjoyable. It was a good, solid uh, meeting. That was my first time to, to meet Odell in person. Certainly coached against him for uh, a number of years. Uh, it, was, uh, it was great to meet him. We had a good interaction. I think he enjoyed his time, you know, around our building, around uh, a few of our players here as well, and um, just have a lot of respect for what he's been able to accomplish to this point in his career. Who are some of the players that uh, were available, or you made available, or you wanted to to speak to? Anything like that? How did you choose who he got to to connect with? Yeah, it was more just kind of organically. Um, you know, he, he interacted with a few of our our captains, a couple of our veteran players, as you'd expect, and then you know, being around the building and just rubbing elbows with uh, just guys that were in the building as well, which was um, which was good to see. And I thought he, I thought I thought it went well. And like I said, um, obviously he he'll have a decision to make at some point here. But um, you know, I think we have a good team, and and, and more than more importantly, have a good group of uh, of, of players in the locker room. Well, I mean, uh, Jerry Jones was on his radio show uh, today. You're on mine, which I'm greatly appreciative of. But he said that he is hesitant to sign somebody who's coming off of a knee surgery and did not work out. Or did did you get him to work out? Did you see him run on the field, Coach? Yeah, no, we didn't do that. We didn't feel like it was uh, it was necessary. We feel like we've got a pretty good feel for for where he is in terms of his rehab. Uh, his rehab process so um, but no we did not do that so then you there is no hesitancy from you to bring him on board based on not not seeing him cut move eye uh, test I mean, no, I mean you all there's always uh there's always a little bit of a projection right but you, that's where you put your faith and trust in the doctors and uh and then individually in the player um that you know every everything is uh, all the eyes are dotted all the t's are crossed and um you know he, he's come back from injury injury significant injury before so um you know once we get if we get that far um you know I'll, I'll put my faith and trust in the medical team and is he is he uh wanting uh more than just a commitment for this year from 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 you in buffalo coach yeah i don't want to get into okay into all that I mean, we're just going to take it one step at a time here. okay then let's talk about the this year then i mean how significant of a contribution do you think he can make and i understand when you're talking about this um, you are very happy with the, the team you currently have, as well you should. <laughs> you know, but, but how much of a contribution do you th- would you expect him to make if he does say, let's go to Buffalo, and you say, come on in? Yeah, I think, again, that's, that's a conversation for another time. You know, I would start off by saying I'm extremely confident in the team and the players that we do have. Um, so you know, that's, 
the other piece of that is really just a conversation for another time if it gets that far. Sean McDermott, Buffalo Bills head coach here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, when you take on a team for a second time, as you're about to do with the Jets, what, what is the challenge on that front for you? Well, I mean, they, they, they play extremely hard. They're physical. Um, you know, I'll start on the, their offense on that on that side of the ball. They've done a great job. Mike White, I think, has done a great job with uh, taking hold of that quarterback job and moving the football. And, and, and um, you know, and then you look at the defensive side, and they've been good for – uh, they've been very consistent this season. They're, they're physical up front. They come off the ball. They've got pass rushers, talented on the back end. And, and then special teams-wise, they've got a really good, re- really, really good returner. And, and, uh, and, and Zerlander, kicker, is, I think he's, uh, he's had a heck of a year with uh, a lot of long-range field goals. So they've got it going in all three phases. And, and um, you know, Coach Silas done a phenomenal job. So uh, when you look at them on film now and what Mike White is doing compared to Zach Wilson and the first time you saw him, is, is White presenting a, a bigger challenge for you defensively? I think they're two different players. And, uh, you know, Zach's obviously very mobile and, and brings some things to the table in that regard. And, and then Mike brings some other things to the table, um, maybe different different uh, than, than Zach. But... Uh, you know, I've been very impressed in the two games that he's played, and obviously they put up a ton of yards, I think 900-plus yards in two games. Uh, Sean McDermott here on the Rich Eisen Show. Have you referred to Stefan Diggs as him in any way, shape, or form in any conversation? <laughs> Have you I done love how you, how you bring it back to, to reality here for me. <laughs> sure, him. He's uh, him. Uh, yeah, he like, yeah, so I, I'll, he refers to himself as him. So I, <laughs> It's like who's on first, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> he's him. And who are you? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm me. You're you, and he's him. That's. I think we got that accurate. I think we yeah. have. But you don't refer to him as him. To him. No, not to him. I think he refers to himself as him. I see. Okay. This is like an Abbott and Costello routine. I, I agree. Uh, but but just watching him, uh, well, hold on, watching Diggs, him, perform, uh, can, you, can you compare it to anybody you've seen? Obviously, you've been on teams with some wide receivers of note who have even made the Hall of Fame. What do you, what, what, what do you say about Diggs and what he's been able to do with your quarterback? What do you got from uh, that? Yeah, he's been, you know, it's been a joy watching him. Uh, Diggs, in this case, yes. uh, come here and uh, and play at a high level, and then yes. just really develop from a leadership standpoint as well. Uh, and when you trade for a player, you never quite know what you're getting. We felt like we knew the player, and now to watch Stefan develop uh, in terms of his leadership and his influence on our team has been been really fascinating to watch. And um, you know, it, it's just amazing watching you, Coach. You seem so calm. I mean, you never. I, 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 is your inner monologue just as calm, or are you just really good at hiding it? What are you? <laughs> seriously, I'm, I think. Listen, I'm an ex wrestler, huh. so I think maybe I'm just good at hiding it. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty intense inside. Okay. So, um, what, what do you mean by an ex wrestler? For those who might not have been a wrestler, what is it? So you're you're screaming inside. You're are you? You know. I got a little bit of fire. I got a little bit of fire going inside. Uh, yeah. Okay, so between uh, a a wrestler and Ken Dorsey, what is what is happening inside you during a game? Like, where where, where are you closer to? 
What are you closer to? Well, what, do you, what do you know about Ken Dorsey? Well, I saw on the camera, you know, where he kind of rearranged his workspace at the end of a game, which, by the way, I loved. I kind of, I loved it. I loved it. Um, but, you know, do you have that? Is that going on inside you, too, Coach? Oh, yeah, I think we've all been there. You know, after a, after a challenging day's work, I think we've all been there, at least in our minds, and that just happened to play itself out on national television there. But um, uh, we're all competitive. If you're in this business, and I'm sure – um, you know, in any business, if you want to be good at something, you, you got to like to compete and got to have that drive, that internal drive that, that makes you want to be the best. And again, you've been around a team that's made a Super Bowl, that's for sure. So, uh, does this team have that feel for you, Coach? Uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We're just going to continue to take it one game at a time. Uh, the next game is the most important game for us, and it's like I mentioned, a good Jets football team. Sean McDermott, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I I uh, I really enjoy watching your team. I love I love your quarterback, man. I love talking to him. I love what he does with kids after the game and before the game. Uh, I just think he is he is all kinds of him in his in his own way, you know. So um, thanks for thanks for coming on. I greatly appreciate well, it. My pleasure, appreciate it, and uh, you guys have a great rest of your week here. Right back at you. There is Sean McDermott here on the Rich Eisen Show. He has no idea how he can affect my mood this weekend. I mean, he might have he might have an idea yeah, how might. he can affect my mood this weekend. Oh, I'm not referring to the Jets. I'm talking about having Gabe Davis on my fantasy team. Uh, me too, Rich. Okay. So That's all three of us. Yeah. All four of us. Oh, oh, I'm Gabe Davis? Yeah. I should have known. I should say, can you get it to Gabe? It's not like he's, by the way, he's not calling the place. What a dumb question that would be. He does not call the place. He's not calling the place. No, he's got yeah, Ken Dorsey up there. Yeah. But he can like say, rearranging hey guys, his workspace. You know, Rich needs Gabe. Hey, yeah. we need a you know? Gabe day. So, I would love a Gabe day on. Saturday. Oh, jeez, we need a Gabe day. Do Just we? Like, where are you? I need a win. Where are you? I am five and one my last six games, so I'm kind of out of playoffs. But I'm I'm the hottest team in my league. And right we know now, where so. Jay is. He's getting ready to get <laughs> tattooed again. A, the Cleveland Browns elf Brown tattooed on his ass. I yeah, I guess I have to do wow. it. Wow, are you in last place for sure? Uh, I might get out of last place, but you have to still help, be. But you're matter. you're not going to yeah. catch River, no, right? River's you're not going to catch. I'm not going to get. Oh, it's him. between oh, you two. This yeah. thing's over. Okay. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's I. It's I. Saran. So where do I put it's it? Just, just right above right, so uh, River already. I don't know, Is man. It river the elf. Sure, sure River the elf. <laughs> How big? How big are we talking? Small as possible. As big as it is on the. This 50. is the dumbest like fantasy bet that? ever. You gotta stop doing this. Stop doing it. So Chris, stop betting your friend. Like whoever finishes worse, he's got to get a tattoo of the other person's design. This was one of your callers. We I didn't come up with this. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah the caller, I was just, well, you yeah, have to agree to it. Caller Some caller, Expert. you know, accused me of being Satan yesterday. I, I'm not, I'm not going to take it to heart. He accused you of being in the synagogue yeah. of Satan. I had no idea what that was. Yeah. I just assumed that he thought I was satanic. I don't know it's what so it is. Different. Don't even tell me. I don't need to know. So you have, you have a whole leg open, right? Yeah. Let's go full thigh. No, we don't. No. You're not going to go sleeve. He's not going sleeve. This is the whole thing is dumb. Right. Fellow, just know this. My boy Nathan Zagor, he calls the Browns games for them. If you get that tad, I'll send him the picture. Maybe they'll by the way, on air or something. I'm going to see said elf in person. Oh. Kurt Warner and I are calling that Saturday game uh, Browns and Ravens. Nice. On NFL Network in a just couple of Saturdays. 
Or, just the two of us. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just the two of us. And really? then the following week will be all four of us in Pittsburgh. Wait a second, Rich. I don't like this, man. You're starting right. to call more games. Are you trying to tell us you're going to leave us to become a full-time broadcaster? Or it's just like, yeah. Rich, I'm so glad that you're expanding your portfolio. It makes you more valuable, and thus the show we're on, on together well, that I, much more valuable. I hope so. I don't want you to leave. That's all I have I'm no saying. intent. What is he talking about over there? <laughs> Do you need a hug? Should yeah. we hug it out? <laughs> Rich, let's go to break. Is that what we need to go break. Is HR and HR is chiming in on how we should go to break? God, we need to go to God break. forbid that's happening. Let's, let's have get a laughs and fun at work. We need to go to break. 844 I'm all about thigh tattoos. That, that's horrible for HR. Let's go to break because CD Lamb's about to join <laughs> oh, us. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to find out. what. To grab what, my hat. We just found out about Odell's visit to Buffalo. Yeah. Let's talk about Odell's visit to Dallas with CD Lamb. Ask him where he was last night, by the way. I know where he was last night. Nope. I know where he wasn't last <laughs> night. Good. We'll ask him about that. Why is he at the Mavs game? <laughs> It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed We've got playoff clinching scenarios. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save those. Oh. There's three teams that can clinch playoffs scenarios. One of them's not the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry, yeah. TJ. Not yet. I mean, it'll happen. It's close. You're close. You're getting closer. You're sniffing it, not sniffing around. By the way, Ugh. sniffing it. <laughs> and and so I'm so angry well. Actually, about no. That. You're you're no, don't be. We're we're, <laughs> we're you're you're in a wild card spot. Two games behind the Eagles. So you're not in a bad spot. Yeah, right I now. like it exactly. And you got our, our next guest, who has just been balling out. He is the number one receiver of the Dallas Cowboys. The question is, will he re- receive a new teammate who wears the number one? Mm-hmm. Or three. number three. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
He's none other than C.D. Lamb here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, courtesy of the Snickers Rookie Mistake of the Year campaign right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, C.D.? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fine. So uh, walk me through right now how the Dallas Cowboys are a different team from the very beginning of the year, C.D. Uh, quite honestly, we just, we're just we playing together. Uh, we're forming unity, and uh, we've been we've been going – you know, living off our motto of being very resilient this year. And I feel like throughout the ins and outs of the games this year, it proved a lot of adversity. So just overcoming that and then sticking together, uh, ultimately that leads to wins. And how about you? It seems that over the last six weeks, your game has taken off and you're making big-time plays, acrobatic plays, the 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 layups. You're doing it all right now, CD. Uh-huh. Just doing it all, uh, doing what I can for my team, to, you know, to come out victorious. Victorious, and um, it's just it's just uh, I'm the ultimate competitor, and uh, when it comes to things like that, I'm willing to do whatever I have to, you know, to come out with the dub. How much does wearing that number mean to you? I know Irv, as you know very well, uh, at the end of the set on NFL Network for a dozen years, eighty-eight. What does that mean for you? Uh, it means a lot. It holds me to a higher standard, uh, and you know. Confidence is through the roof right now. I'm just just building, you know, within my team, um, building the confidence within my team, and just playing, you know, out of the love for them and playing for the next guy. Uh, I feel like playing for more than me out there and um, representing a lot more than you know just myself. So just holding holding myself to a higher standard and um, just coming through for the guys. What is that? What's the best piece of advice Michael Irvin's given you, CD? Um, just take it and run with it. Uh, take all that comes with this jersey number and run with it. Um, he knew, uh, he had a lot of belief in me from the time that I got drafted. So just understanding that if, if Michael Irvin himself has belief in me, why not believe in myself? C.D. Lamb here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so Odell Beckham Jr. spent some time over the last couple days. Did you see him? Did you chat with him? Uh, yeah, I've been topping it up with him. I ain't seen him yet. No. Okay, so what do you say to him when you've been talking to him? He's got a decision to make today. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big day for him. Um, obviously, rooting for my guys to, you know, land him home, of course. And uh, but it's not secret. We want him here. Um, we understand the things that he can do, you know, as a player for us as an offense and as a unit. Um, to get to, to get us where we want to go. Well, I know it's laughable to, to the question saying, but how does he fit? But that is a question. How does he fit? Certainly since Gallup just caught two, you got one. Pollard and Zeke have to split the ball. Um, so how, in your estimation, would, would Odell Beckham Jr. fit into what is blossoming right there in Dallas? Uh, you, can never, you can never really have too many weapons. You know, at any moment, anybody can score. So adding him to the fold, is another, you know, threat for the end zone. Uh, was there not an extra ticket for you to go to the Mavericks game last night, <laughs> CD? What was that? Well, no, what happened? I didn't get that one. I didn't get that ticket. What happened? I didn't get that. One. What happened? What happened? I don't know. That's unacceptable. How did they decide who gets to go to the game? I don't. I don't understand. I missed, out. <laughs> I missed that ticket. Well, I mean, wouldn't you want to go have uh, courtside seats to see Luca? Most definitely. Most definitely. I'm always here for some basketball. Mm-hmm. And obviously being with the guys, you know, it's huge to me. I mean, I don't mean to stir anything up. I yeah, don't want to. You're trying to stir I'm some st- stuff I don't, up, I'm just, I don't understand why. You Our know. chemistry is great right now. Don't uh, try to stir By the way, that's, that's my social media grandmaster, TJ Jefferson, who's wearing his Dallas Cowboys gear. He's got his Dallas Cowboys 
star. You want to read to him what's on your grease board there? Oh, CD, it's just four simple words, maybe the maybe the four greatest words in the English language, and that is, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, yes, love it. My guy. And CD was at home getting his rest last night. Okay, right? uh, very good. So, all right. Um, okay, so what's your sense? Do you think you're going to get Odell Beckham as a teammate? Uh, I'm hoping. That's what I'm leaning towards. Uh, you know, you can't really get your hopes up too high in this league. I've learned that, you know, the hard way. So, it's, I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm just excited to see where he goes. CD Lamb here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. You're partnering with Snickers this year for the Snickers Rookie Mistake of the Year program rewarding fans during the NFL season for sharing their own rookie mistakes. You want to share yours? My rookie mistake? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll share I mine. You share my... yours. You share yours. I'll share mine. I mean, it's not your crazy rookie mistake, but it's for sure one of them. My first away game, like my first game in the NFL, we played the Rams. Uh, I was supposed to go get, you know, the food for the guys, my position group in my room. And I ended up being late. I almost missed the flight. So, I almost missed my first game ultimately in the NFL. What? That <laughs> was crazy. Bro. All right, well, you got. I need more details. What are you? What? What? So, so like, I was getting the food in my position room, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, to bring it to it's an away game, so all the rookies have to, you know, for your for your room, your breakfast skirt. You obligated to bring, you know, food for the guys, for the travel guys, and. Yeah, I got mine, and then I called in and everything, and I still ended up being late at the spot, and I was supposed to pick up for the guy, and then ended up having speed all the way to the to the plane, all the way to the plane, actually. I was about like... Because you were trying to get food, minutes. you're trying to get food for yeah. like Amari Cooper and who, and uh, all those guys? Yeah, MG, Noah Brown, Sam Wilson, all those guys, crazy. I was actually kind of... <laughs> so, so you were so you were stuck on some like drive-through line or something like that. Is that what happened? Like, uh, the pickup line was long. Yeah, the pickup line. Was oh my god! Well, here's that line, Rich. Here's my rookie mistake, CD Lamb. Uh, I'm I'm a uh, a uh, a sports anchor in a um, a TV station in Redding, California, the ABC affiliate. Dreaming of being on Sports Center one day, and I was sending tapes everywhere from my uh, from my uh, spot in Redding, California. And I left my resume in the copy machine <laughs> and the news director found it and placed it on my desk with a post-it note saying you left this in the copy machine. That's a, that's my rookie mistake. I think, I think you might need that. I think you might need your resume. Well, I definitely, yeah, I needed my resume. Thankfully, I wasn't fired uh, and I wound up on SportsCenter anyway. You know, and, and you almost missed your first game and you wound up in the Pro Bowl and uh, being a star for the Dallas Cowboys anyway. You know what I'm saying? So... Perhaps, perhaps I should go ahead and go to snickers.com slash rookie mistake and, 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 and put in my entry. What do you think? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Go submit it. You that's, got to. That's what I, that's what I will do. Okay. Very good. Um, so, uh, are you going to jump into kettle or what? What's happening? <laughs> what's what's going on with that, CD? What's happening? Um, nah, unfortunately, I would not. Um, I'm gonna leave that all up to the guys that can uh, afford the fine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you're still on your rookie contract, CD? Is that a way of saying that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can do what you want. Okay. With the word. Okay. 
All right. Very good. All right, C.D. Lamb, thanks for the time. So uh, how about this? Uh, do I see you in the Super Bowl this year? What do you think? Definitely. You should see me there. Okay. In the game, I meant. I know you'll probably in the, be. In, in uniform, should I say. Let me be. You so know, you will be there. in uniform Let's for go. the Super Bowl this year, C.D. Lamb. Most definitely. Let's go. Most definitely. Okay, will Odell Beckham Jr. be in uniform with you at the Super Bowl this year, C.D.? <laughs> Very good. Thank you, C.D. Lamb. You take care of yourself. You got it. At C.D. 3 on Twitter. At C2X and many underscores on Instagram right here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right. So they're going to the Super Bowl. It's my guy. <laughs> good to know. I ain't like you putting him in that position, Rich. Why? You know, because you, you made him have to say something that now we're going to have to back up on the field. I saw who was it recently. I, I don't know who it was in our business. Said, was it Orlovsky who said if the, these Cowboys don't make it to the NFC Championship game, it's a complete. It was. It was Dan. Yeah. Failed season. Yep. You could make the case they're one of two, the two best teams in the NFC right now, and certainly with Brock Purdy, who we need to see. We need to see. Brock the, Purdy to me. Um. You, you you can make the case. What was your that was your overreaction? It's going to be Eagles Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Um, and I said it was an overreaction just because you never know how the seeding works out, right? Like for instance, last year Bills and Chiefs. You could have said it'll be Bills Chiefs AFC Championship game, but the way the seeding broke down, it was a divisional playoff game. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, I got a question for you right now. Okay, what's your go. question? Dallas currently the fifth seed. In the NFC. Now, if I look at the fifth seed in the AFC, which do you have more confidence in to make championship weekend? Cowboys or Bengals? Bengals. I didn't stutter, did I? Did really? I stutter? Bengals. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Then the Cowboys to make championship weekend? With all due respect. And I means, as you know, on the Rich Eisen show, that means I could say the most disrespectful thing I please from here on out. Because I have just said, this is with all due respect, I've I've covered my flank. No, but with all due respect, who's been to the Super Bowl in the championship game more recently? Which quarterback? Which coach? Which team? Honestly. Yeah. And which team team, team has shown – over a long period of time, how, how can I say this? A proclivity to step on its own Johnson <laughs> at the worst appropriate time. <laughs> okay. Joe Burrow, man. I would take the, the Bengals in that one. And I know, put it out on our Twitter poll. I, I, bet you, right I, I bet you I will lose 80 to 20. 80 to 20. You think 80-20 Cowboys Oh, yes, it would be. All right, it's out. At Rich Eisen Show right now, or call us. 80-20. Because the chances that the Chiefs and the Bills cancel each other out again or cancel one the other out is, I, I, you know, right? One's going to be one, one's going to be two. Or what if, what, what if one's two and one's three? If one's two and one's three and the Bengals win the one seed? then the Bengals have a great shot to not see them. Just like last year, not to see both of them. 
because your one seed will most likely avoid the two and the three in succession. For sure. Let's go down, I would the, think, let's go I would down think, the line. Just off the top of my head, I would say that the Bengals have a real bet. Uh, the be, let, let's just put it this way also. The Bengals have a much better shot to win the one seed in the AFC than the Cowboys have it in the NFC. Cowboys are two out of the one seed and currently do not have the tiebreak over the one seed. True. Right now, the Bengals have the one have the tiebreak over every team in the AFC playoff spot right now. Any team in the AFC playoff spot, the Bengals have a tiebreak over except the Ravens and the Bills. And the Ravens they'll play last and the Bills they play second to the last. So they have a chance to overtake both of them. Both of them. They have a much better shot at the one seed than the Dallas Cowboys have it in the NFC. So that's what, another reason why I'll take them. This is much more nuanced than hitting just a, a, a button on Twitter. Well, nobody's, nobody's here for nuance. Um, let's go right down the line. <laughs> Bills, Eagles. Oh, you want more confidence in to reach championship weekend? Oh man, let's just go right down the line. Uh, uh, Eagles, because again, the NFC is an easier path to the basket. Chiefs, Vikings, Chiefs, Ravens, 49ers. 49ers. Really? <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. MVP or Mr. Irrelevant? Okay. Uh, MVP is out. Adam Schefter is just reporting he's out for one of three weeks. So they might have to go on the road and win three playoff games in order to get to the Super Bowl. And how, how's that offense looked over the last month plus with, with Lamar healthy? Not great. Titans or Bucks? I'll take the Bucks. I'll take, Tan, I'll take Tom Brady over Tannehill, okay. who may or may not have been the mf in question from the shop. All right, let's skip to the sixth seed. Dolphins or Giants? Dolphins. Jets, Seahawks. Jets. Hmm, not buying. Fun, uh, not buying, fun endeavor. Right off the dome. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not buying the Seahawks? I'm buying the Jets more. Really? Yes. Geno's been a top what five quarterback this year. Jets have a much better defense. Much better. That's fair. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate for you allowing that's a fair a fair take. <laughs> uh, and here are the playoff clinching scenarios that we have for week 14. I've got them right here in my hand. And for those on the radio, you can hear I have something in my hand. Um, here they are. And here, I feel, I feel like this is, what, uh, was that the dating game? And here they are. Is that what it was? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking at you, and you're like, Rich, I wasn't even born. You old man. So look at you, and here they are. The dating game premiered in 1965. A little bit before. I premiered in 1969. Okay, great. All right. Um, Do you want music as well? I was looking at you. uh, Give me NFL Films music. All right. I'll take it. Thank you very much. I appreciate you asking. No problem. Uh, I do. It gets me in the mood. Minnesota Vikings have a playoff clinching scenario, just like last week. Last week, they needed to win and have the Lions lose. In order to get in, Lions didn't lose. They're like, we're we're we're, we're not just gonna go ahead and be part of your scenario. Well, this week they are because all the Minnesota Vi- uh, Vikings need to do is win at the Lions, and they're in or tie, tie at the Lions. You could say, what well, the chance of a tie? We just saw one, right? So I'm now having a conversation with myself. Win or tie <laughs> at the Lions, and the Vikings pl- print a playoff ticket 
for their own home. They would clinch the division. It would be over. But the Lions are uh, no longer a homecoming, as you know. The Lions are favored in this game. How about that? That's insane. The disrespect for the Vikings is so real. So I'm assuming they're flying to Detroit so that we could see maybe a shirts off, chains on uh, division celebration video. Sure. If they win that it's gotta game. Got to be a quick fight. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles have a playoff clinching scenario. Last week they needed some help with a win. This week they don't. All they got to do is beat the New York football giants and they clinch a playoff berth. The division's not clinched. They get a, a, at least a spot in the dance. Or if the 49ers lose to Tampa and the Seahawks wind up losing, who do they play this week? I think I saw it was a somewhat winnable game, if I had noticed. Seahawks, home for Carolina. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I would just say the Eagles, if they want to get a playoff spot this weekend, just go ahead and beat the Giants. And then there's the first playoff clinching scenario in the AFC that we've seen. It belongs to the Kansas City Chiefs. All they have to do is beat the Denver Broncos in Denver and... Get what Chris Brockman thinks um, isn't happening. Chargers loss against the Dolphins on Sunday night football. So according to Chris Brockman, this will not be a clinching scenario. According to me and TJ Jefferson, the Chiefs will, in fact, win the division that I said the Raiders would win. Officially clinching my take of the Raiders winning this division as the worst take I've ever had on this program, (laughs) football-wise. Me saying the Heat should not break up their team to trade for Giannis Antetokounmpo still, I think, would still be in the clubhouse. If the Raiders are making this run, if the Raiders make the playoffs, the Giannis take is the worst take I've ever had. But the Chiefs clinching the division in week 14 that I said they would lose uh, doesn't reflect well on me. I'll be very, very very honest. Look, you... Took a shot, man. I did take a shot. The blew three 17-point leads. They should be eight and four. Okay? Yeah, they should be in the mix. You weren't way off. Thanks. I appreciate you having my back there. Uh, We're friends. That's odd, man. We're not so... We're friends, but you're very stingy. You're very stingy with having my back. Only when it comes to mission. Very stingy. Competitive. Only when it comes to the, the sports event that might make me the happiest. Not just Michigan, Chris. And you, you know, Yankees, and you know, and the, you know no, but the Yankees. He's got a. He's got a. He's got a, a team in that hunt. Please, yeah. please, please. Yankees, Red Sox is all is is all bets are off. I get it. Yankees, You're okay with that. And Jets and Jets Patriots. I get, but the Michigan distaste and my excitement for Michigan. I don't understand it. That's where I take it personally. <laughs> That's where I take it personally. It's because Michigan people carry themselves with an air of. You know. No, we don't. We don't. Excuse me. We. You know why? Hold on a second. We don't carry ourselves with an air of arrogance. You know why? Because we're high class people. <laughs> Round one. Fight. Did I just undercut my point? <laughs> I mean, slightly. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't make this argument. We don't argue in this. With, with in people this arena. You. Is that no, what we, don't, we, we don't argue this point. You know why? Because we're smarter than. Because you're above it. <laughs> It's punching down. Thank you. <laughs> You're above uh, it. Uh-huh. It's not a lie. <laughs> if you believe it. Thanks, George. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. My, uh, Robert Salas made a quarterback announcement. Oh. oh. We'll talk about it. That my buddy's officially the starter? We'll talk about it. And then in hour number three, Trent Dilfer will join us, the new co- uh, coach uh, of UAB football. And then the delightful Andrea Savage of Tulsa King will be joining us in studio. That's how we're rolling on this fun Tuesday.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. A lot of papers. Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> there are a lot of papers. I got a lot here. going on over here. All right, I'm not just a, a guy in a good, handsome shirt talking sports and fun and uh, and pop culture. Much more than that. I am. I'm wow. deeper. What is happening? I like you mention that because anytime people find out what I do, Rich, they yes. always like. So you talk about sports, and I'm like, Nah, man. Not we, just that. We talk about life. Like you started this show by saying you haven't worn jeans in a year, and I haven't. <laughs> what does that have to do with the uh, the Bucks winning last night at the last second or? The Titans dispatching their general manager amidst an AFC South championship what season. What the hell was that about today? Are we going to find out like the real, real story, or is it just like... If I had a guess... Hey, A.J. Brown lit us up. We didn't re-sign him. I, you're out. I think it could be that. That is insane. I think it could be that. And and as I mentioned, when, when, the, when the news first came out, when the news first hit in the first hour of the program, my first thought was, okay, A.J. Brown traded away on draft night, rather get a new kid who's the same comp as him in terms of his height and his weight and speed and the whole business, the whole package. Let's get the young kid and hope he's the next A.J. Brown rather than paying A.J. Brown to stay. Right. And now this team is a lot of Derrick Henry, and if there's no Derrick Henry, who else? Right. Well, and who's taking the top off? Who's the guy that outside of Derrick Henry, the defensive coordinator's playing them are afraid about circling can't let this guy beat us because if you're circling derrick henry and say we can't let this guy beat him beat us and he doesn't beat you then then what now and aj brown just lit them up and philadelphia is 11 and one and 
I mean, I even though, shout out Traylon Burks. Like, before he got hurt in the Philly game, that wasn't a touchdown catch, an amazing catch. Yeah, I know. The two games previous, he'd been balling, 11 catches for almost 200 yards. But he had the dreaded turf toe before it. I believe yeah. it's what, it, what, what, what he was hurt. Yeah, he had a slow start. And so he was hurt, and, and now he's back, and A.J. Brown is A.J. Brown. And I just can't shake out of my skull Mike Vrabel on this show back in the spring prior to the draft when I asked him about the A.J. Brown trade rumors, and this is what he had to say. Is A.J. Brown on the, on the, on the trade block, Mike Vrabel? Um, as long as I'm the head coach, I, I, I love A.J. professionally, personally. Um, you know, I've, been, I've, I've gotten him to, to know him well as his coach and uh, enjoy you know, seeing him as much as I possibly can. So as long as I'm the coach here, I would, I would want to have A.J. Brown on my football team. A couple weeks later, he was traded. And clearly, Mike Vrabel is not making the roster decisions there because you just heard how he wanted A.J. Brown on the team. As long as I'm the coach here, I would want him here. He's still the coach there. And that's the reigning coach of the year saying that. And a guy who is so plugged into his team and they to him, it's uncanny. And... Now the general manager who made this decision, it appears, is out right after A.J. Brown torches him. What else could there be? I know that you're already seeing on Twitter there has to be something else. There has to be something else because this is a team that's going to win their division. They will have a home playoff game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It could be. You know, something like that happening kind of so abruptly just doesn't pass the smell test. Right now. It doesn't pass the sniff test. Right now, it would be a rematch if the season ended today. It would be a rematch of the game we saw two weeks ago, Cincinnati at Tennessee, the same game that cost them last playoffs. The same team that bounced them last year. And I don't believe Cincinnati's going to be there. You know I think Cincinnati's going to win this division. I feel that. Um. The Ravens will have an opportunity in front of my face to prove me wrong when I call their game against the Browns in a couple of Saturdays. But uh, what else could there be? I don't know. There's always stuff bubbling beneath the surface. But coach says, as long as I'm the coach, I want him here. Not as long as I'm the coach, we're trading him. Well, the reigning coach of the year, then a few weeks later, saw him traded on draft night. And then... Even though the rookie they replaced him with had a tremendous touchdown grab, you could see when Derrick Henry wasn't working, there was no other gear, and Burks was out. There was no, there's nothing else there. There's no oomph there. And the other team that just beat him has a ton of oomph. They ran for 300-some-odd yards the week before and passed for 300-some-odd yards this time, and A.J. Brown was the guy who punked him. Punked! Punked! Had one touchdown called uh, back because he had a toe on the line. And then the next play, he runs the defender over. And the defender's the one called for illegal contact as he is wide open for the touchdown anyway on the next play. Ridiculous, man. And maybe an owner looks at the general manager and he's like, okay, I can't, I can't have this. I don't know what else. That's just pure speculation answering a question, yeah. what happened? Yeah. Trent Dilfer coming up. Andrea Savage in studio, hour three.